Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. So many, so many of us never get a good night's sleep. And when you do, it's like so refreshing. So you know what it feels like, but it's hard to get there sometimes. A lot of us take sleep aids, maybe medication, go to the doctor, try to figure out what it is. Have you considered an herbal remedy? Yes. I'm learning all the time. Didn't even know it existed. And she's going to tell us all about that as a master herbalist from the School of Natural Healing. She's a certified naturopath from the American Naturopath Medical Association. And she's the owner of Herbs for You. Herbs, the number four, Y-O-U. Amy Willis joins us. Welcome, Amy. How are you doing? Doing great. Thanks for having me. Thank you. I totally appreciate you being here because sleep is so essential for everybody, it's everything. Eating and sleeping and exercise, so important. I did not realize that herbs could help us improve our sleep. Tell us about that. I'm, I'm kind of shocked, actually. Okay, well, um, sure. You know, because sleep is, sleep is something that nothing can take the place of. Okay, it is totally essential to life, health, and vitality. And so we have to get our sleep. In fact, uh, some of the impacts that it has uh, when we don't get enough sleep is, I'm just going to read a few things here, things, but like brain fog, depression, um, aging, it accelerates aging, high blood sugar, weight gain, especially around the abdomen, increased risk of cancer, uh, weakening the immune system, high blood pressure, increased risk of heart disease and stroke, and also it speeds up tumor growth. So these are things, of course, we want to avoid. So we, we do need to get a good sleep. So and the, you know, one of the things listed here is, you know, lack of sleep actually bring on. So, you know, that's a, a big one we want to board. Um, and also another thing that we know about sleep is that when we get a good night's sleep, it will um, help our performance throughout the day in, in every way, whether it's work and a brain function that we use or whether it's um physical activities. There are studies done with athletes that they found that by sleeping more, the benefits to athletes were equal to um, performance-enhancing drugs or years of additional training. So this is really big. I did not know about the diabetes connection in sleep, so thanks for sharing that. It's just one more reason to, to, to really show us that we need to get good sleep. Uh, easier said than done. And many of us wrestle with that for all different reasons. But where do we start in terms of an herbal, an herbal remedy when it comes to getting better sleep? Right. And now I want to explain here, you know, because you know, I always like to go to the core, the root, because if we don't get to the root, then we're always like, you know, with weeds, we're always picking the weeds. But, you know, get the root out, then we don't have to keep on dealing sure. with it. Sure. So, so with that in mind, you know, I, I never just throw out things to, uh, like, you know, herbs or this remedy, that remedy to deal with a symptom, okay? So if we are having difficulty sleeping, that's a symptom, okay? That's not the root, okay? So we have to dig deeper to find out why there's a problem with sleep. Now, so one can be, you know, that's something that a person chooses to do, okay? They stay up late, they get up early, um, you know, the lifestyle is not good. So, of course, that can be corrected 
on their own to a point unless they do that for a long time and there's this habit and the body doesn't fall asleep. Okay, so that's one aspect. Now, if we get into the more um, aspect of how this affects our body or what in our body is not working, because it's natural to be able to fall asleep, and then we should be able to fall asleep and get the sleep we need unless, you know, we are self-depriving ourselves. So the so we have to deal with that, you know, and make sure that we do get that sleep. So but what I found, I'm, I'm um, sorry, I'm, I'd love to learn uh, more about the sleep situation. When you say finding the root cause, is that, are we talking about you need to find what it is so that you can determine what herbal remedy would be the best for that situation? Yeah. Uh, okay. So basically what I found is four, four different things that can affect, and a person can have more than one of these, you know, or they can have all of them. Sure. Um, so one is the glandular system. The glands are, are not working well. This this is pretty broad in itself because we've got the adrenal glands and the thyroid. Each of those will um, affect sleep. So like with thyroid, you know, whether it's hyperthyroidism or hypothyroidism, they both affect sleep. Adrenal, um, adrenal, adrenal fatigue is huge for not being able to sleep. I mean, that's one of the symptoms of adrenal fatigue is not being able to sleep. You know, and then other hormones being off balance in the body um, will affect the person's sleep. And especially for women, you know, 40 and onward and when they're in their menopause state, you know, problems with sleep is one of the symptoms too, okay? So for hormonal fluctuations and changes. So that's one. We want to look into that. Um, the second one would be the liver. So the liver, the liver is a very complex as complex function, it does a lot in our body. One of the main things it does is clean our body, uh, clean the blood. And so that means uh, the hormonal residue and hormones in the blood and, and in our body, it has to clean that out. So if the liver isn't working well, then there can be sleep problems. Usually when there's, um, we, usually when it's the liver, it's like a person wakes up around two or three in the morning, and then they have a hard time going, falling back to sleep. And that sort of indicates a liver problem. Wow, so I wasn't even aware of that. There's so much here that uh, that we can learn um, just from an herbal side. And this is an eye-opener, I think, for a lot of us, not even, not even realizing how much uh, herbs can impact that. So I want to make sure I have it right, Amy. You listen to somebody's situation, and then you pick what herbs work best. Like, for example, if somebody says, yeah, I don't know what it is, 2 o'clock, I just wake up, takes me like an hour to maybe two to get back to sleep. You look at that and say, hmm, could be a liver problem. Maybe I'll, you know, I'll pivot over to uh, you know, this remedy. Is that kind of how it works when, uh, when you work with somebody? Right. So what I find when I work with people is most people have a – most people when they come, you know, they, they come because they have health problems and they need help. Right. Um, and usually the adrenal and the liver are not working very well because the adrenal is like the stress gland, okay, and people are under a lot of stress. And and even if it's not a lifestyle stress, it's more like a, a physical stress because they're struggling with diabetes or they're struggling with, you know, a host of other things, skin issues, digestive issues, okay? So then the body's under stress, so the adrenal, is not, adrenal gland isn't functioning, and then when the adrenal gland doesn't function well, then you get a sleep problem. It's just sort of domino effect from one to another. 
and then their liver is usually. So those two are, are huge. Um, but not everybody gets a sleep problem from it, okay? But yes, yes. Then we use, so we have to assess, you know, what's going on and then use herbal remedies to help those specific problems. So there, there'll be an herbal remedy for the adrenal glands. There'll be an herbal remedy for the liver. And usually it's more than one herb. It's a, a formula that I that I put together that um, I use with clients. So, so let's start okay. there. Let's let's look at um, pick a situation that's affecting somebody's sleep, or or you think it would be, and what herbal remedy you would suggest. Okay. Um, Let's just say in general, you know, they're having to sleep. So then I would I would have them take, like, for these two issues that we mentioned, I would have them take have a, um, an adrenal formula uh, from uh, Holistic Botanical. I, I use a lot of Holistic Botanical products in our place here. And so I'd have to take that. Usually one bottle is about all that they need. Okay? And then usually right away, within a few days, they're sleeping a little bit better, if wow. that's the situation. Then, you know, there's other things in the body that we have to clean out, but then um, in two weeks, I give I give them a little bit of time first to start cleaning out the liver. Um, and so then we take care of that issue, okay? Now, there are two more issues that affect the sleep, okay? The next one that I would mention would be the nervous system. So, uh, like with Parkinson's, Lyme disease, and other ones, the, ner- the nerves, are attacked, and so the, when the nervous system, including the brain, isn't working well, then you're not going to. That's one of the, you know, symptoms. They're going to have a hard time sleeping. So then we have to work on that. And with that, we have a herbal remedy called Relax E, and it has different herbs in it that help heal the malign sheath. Okay, the malign sheath is like on cord, uh, the rubber that wraps the wire. You know, that's, that's like the malign sheath. There's this protective layer around the nerves, and that has been damaged. And so this remedy will help heal that. Okay. So uh, that's, that's the other uh, factor involved in sleep problems. And then the last one is the heart. So when the heart is having problems, then sleep can be affected. Now, you know, there's a, there's a whole... You know, that, that goes into a lot. You know, the heart issues can go into a lot, but just speaking in regards to sleep. Um, a lot of time when there's grief or there's anxiety or other issues going on in a person in a person's life, their heart is affected. That's why we say, you know, oh, he broke my heart or I have a heavy heart. Yep. You know, all these things, emotions do affect our, our heart. And then, of course, in turn, that can affect our sleep. Do you find when you are working with somebody that there could be multiple issues why why they're not sleeping well? Yes. And not just with sleep. Usually people come in for this one issue and we find five or half a dozen other things. Okay. Yeah. So that that makes your job a little bit challenging, but I would guess uh, rewarding also at the same time because uh, it's like you're an investigator. Right. Wow. So, you know, we've been we've been too inundated with um, symptom mentality. So just treat the symptom, just take care of the symptom, okay? But that doesn't work, and people are finding out that doesn't work. They want to know, they want to 
not just get rid of that symptom. Of course, the symptom is what drives them to the doctor or drives them to the herbalist. But they know that uh, they really, there's really a desire, I find in people, that there's really a, a desire to find out why. Why are they struggling with that? Okay? So and that's, that's what we deal with. Sometimes we don't always know why. But a lot of times, you know, health can be very simple. And a lot of times we can uh, find out uh, at least a little bit uh, to an extent of why they're having the problems that they're having. Did you struggle with sleep issues yourself? Yes, I have. Wow. Tell us about that. Okay. Well, it was when I had my fifth child and um, I was in my 40s. <laughs> so it wasn't, it wasn't too easy. It, was, it wasn't a real hard pregnancy, but... Um, I did struggle with uh, sleep issues at that time. Now, this was before I became a certified naturopath and um, er herbalist. Uh, But I I still had a lot of knowledge because I was self-taught. Anyway, I had a thyroid problem at that time. So during the pregnancy, I had a terrible time sleeping. Um, I did end up going on thyroid medication. Um, And then after the baby was born, I just couldn't get to sleep. Uh, much at all, so I actually went on Ambien, and that's one of the mm. uh, drugs, sleep drugs that yep. you know are, are used a lot. And it's it's an awful drug, <laughs> and they say it's not addictive, but it really is. So I really struggled with that with a newborn baby, <laughs> but um, I did get off uh, after about I think two and a half months. Um, but it was they were nights when I literally did not, I could not even sleep at all. Wow. Uh, you know, um, but you have to, you have to you know really be determined that you're gonna get off of this. Do what it takes. And I've heard those stories before, Ambien, uh, where people can be on it and actually start uh, sleepwalking, like they don't even know they're doing it, or there's strange things that can happen with it. Uh, so there's a, there's a layer of uh, you know I don't want to be negative here, but a layer of danger. That uh, could yes. exist by getting on that uh, that one particular med. Yeah, yeah, and then there's other other ones too. Clonazepam, I believe, is the name of it. It is uh, basically an anti-anxiety medication, which is prescribed just for that use, which is kind of scary. Just want to sleep, right. um, but what is it doing? Exactly to your point, all it is 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 covering up the symptom, not the the root cause of why somebody's not sleeping. So with that in mind, of course, because of my own struggles, you know, because even when I got off of the drug, I, I still had some struggles, but I, I did um, take some herbal remedies um, to help with sleep. I, I didn't know a lot at that time either, though. Um, but through my own experience, you know, I, I learned a lot. <laughs> but I'll, I'll list a few. I'll name a few herbs that people can try. Which, sure. Um, are pretty good. So St. John's wort is really good um, because that helps with anxiety part. But it also, so St. John's wort will help with heart issues and it helps with balancing hormones. And then because of it helping with mood and depression, then it helps with um, sleep as well. So that's, and it's very safe and it's easy to find in, in most stores. So, so that would be a good one for people to start with if they, if they have those kind of issues going on yeah and i've heard st john's ward uh can help with a lot of other stuff and uh and super popular too yes it is and it's safe 
and there's a lot right. of studies. How about some other ones that uh, work well? So like passion flower, hops, chamomile, lavender, and it's it's best to have like a a blend. So then you're getting um, the property of the different one, not just you know one herb. Gotcha. How about some of the other ones? I'm I'm curious. St. John's wort never knew that that helped with uh, sleep. What other ones would you suggest? Uh, well, I like like I said before, I would look at the other issues because now, like myself, I I had a li- I had liver issues that I had to take care of, and like the gland, you have to deal with adrenal glands and the thyroid. Sure. If a person is having those problems, so those aren't necessarily going to be um, herbs that help with sleep. Um, and in the nervous system, not everybody has, you know, that's more when they have a disease that affects the nerves. But some people, they do have, the nervous system has been affected, and we need to address those. So yeah, that's what I would, I would do more than just, okay, take this herb for sleep. Gotcha. So for you... Was what was one of the first things that you discovered that herbs can help with? I know you've been doing this for a long time. Was one of the first ones sleep? Uh, oh no, I was. Oh boy, it's hard to remember because I've used herbs for so long. But I think garlic might have been my first herb that I went big on, um, and garlic can be used for so many things. That yeah, you said a point where I almost got sick of it. Did you say garlic? Yes, garlic. I am such a big fan of garlic. I have to tell you, and I I started a couple of months ago, honestly, like maybe four months ago, Amy, and I include it in everything. I'm like literally every day I have garlic in something. Could be a powder just for convenience, but I love the way it tastes, and I I think I'm doing myself justice in terms of, you know, in terms of health, right? Yes, and and that's a safe one to use because it's nutritional as well. And one thing that um, is good with garlic is that it has sulfur, and there are not very many uh, herbs or foods that have sulfur in it. And sulfur is good for the immune system, um, and a lot of people are depleted in sulfur as well. Is garlic considered an herb? Yes. So hmm. a lot of just foods, it's a nutritional herb, but it's also a medicinal. Um, yes, but it is considered an herb. So... Let's look at that, the difference between medicinal and, you said, nutritional. Right. What is the difference between the two? So the nutritional herbs are going to be safe, and they can be used as food, okay? But okay. they also have some properties in them. So, like, garlic would be one. Um, slippery elm would be another one. Um, red raspberry leaves, that would be nutritional and also a little bit medicinal. Nettle. Can be one nettle is really good. It, you can actually cook it up and use it as spinach, um, but it's also very nutritional and it, it's a natural antihistamine, so it helps with you know allergy things like that. Wow! So I, I'm I'm curious in the uh, couple of couple of minutes we have left here the the other nutritional herbs, garlic being one of them. What are some of the other ones? Red raspberry, beef, nettle. Uh, oat straw, um, and just, you know, sometimes we don't uh, think of them as nutritional herbs, uh, but it's herbs that have, that are high in nutrients that would be considered nutritional. And the medicinal herbs are more herbs that uh, you have to be a little bit more careful. They're pretty strong and potent, um, so you don't want to take a lot of them. Right. Is there any harm in having a lot of garlic? Well, you can take a lot. 
But, you know, even water, you don't want to. Right. You, you can get overdosed. Yeah. So, you know, moderation. But, sure. you know, don't be too concerned about taking too much because garlic is pretty safe. The only, I guess, uh, downside is whoever you're around, let's hope they like garlic. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. I still remember I used to work with somebody who loved garlic and would have it for lunch a lot. Uh, and it wasn't on her breath. It would literally come out of her pores. Like you could smell it around her. Even if she didn't talk, you could smell it around her like an hour and a half later. It was kind of amazing. Right. And you know what? That People did um, eat a lot of garlic for that very purpose to ward off bugs. Okay, is it natural insect repellent? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> As you started saying that, I started thinking that, that uh, I'm, I'm sure it would work. I was thinking the same thing you were. Uh, Amy, gr- great insight today on something so important uh, when it comes to sleep. If somebody is challenged by that or wants to find out more about herbal remedies, they just reach out to you, go to your website? Yes, they can do that. I do have some articles, blogs there about sleep that they can oh, wow. read, get a bit more information. Oh, fantastic. The website, by the way, herbs... The number four, Y-O-U.org, herbs4u.org. Amy, great talking with you today, and I appreciate all the insight. And I don't think there's anybody listening that can say, I always have a fantastic night's sleep. Always? Probably not. Just probably sometimes where you you had challenges or you went through stretches, and and instead of taking medication, reach out to Amy and find a, a natural herbal cure instead of just something masking the, uh, the the symptoms. Appreciate you being here today, Amy. Really appreciate it a, a lot. Learned a lot. Well, thank you. I enjoyed um, visiting with you. Thank you. And look forward next time we talk. We'll be right back. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Let's go inside the mind of a 10-year-old. I should have worn those earrings today. I like those earrings. Gabby has those awesome earrings. I need to ask her where she got those, but that's just what she would want me to do. I'll have Michaela ask her for me. Buckle up, Sarah. Yeah, but then Michaela will be like, why don't you just ask her yourself? That's just like Michaela. Sarah, buckle up. Michaela's such a great name. I wish I was called Michaela. There's like a dozen Sarahs in my class. Hey, we're not hitting the road until you buckle up, honey. Oh, yeah. Seatbelt. I forget sometimes because my brain is, like, busy, you know? I wonder if there's pizza at school today. Sometimes it can be tough to get through to your kids, but it's not impossible. Always make sure they're wearing their seatbelts, even on short drives. Remember, you have the keys, you have the power. Never give up until they buckle up. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Visit safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup for more information.